to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. And we have a great dream from Matt this week about graveyards, bowling pins, and plain chicken. Okay. And we also have <laughs> catnaps about deadly pandas, mm. organizing snakes, <laughs> Bluetooth disasters, and Ferris wheels. And I have an introduction to ayahuasca for all of our listeners. Stay tuned. All right, Bestie, we want you to grab your Bestie, Bestie Sandwich, <laughs> the bestest Bestie Sandwich ever. <laughs> Let's get started. Woo! <laughs> well, we're back to recording in our regular time slot. It's dark. That well, feels better, <laughs> it does. does. It was a little weird last week being all in the sunshine. It feels, I know, I, I'm like, I don't operate in the sun. No. Give me night. I am a night owl. Between, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've always been a night owl. Mm-hmm. So have you. I don't want to go out there. No. Yeah, I don't want to be in the sun. No. I mean, I know that sounds terrible, but also... I burn so freaking easily that it's like not worth it to me. And I mean, they invented air conditioning for a reason. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> if I could be a vampire, I would. But now here we are yeah. in the pod studio basement area that I have to clean and it's dark. And I've got a dream for you. <laughs> she feels ready. All right. Let's see. I've been hear waiting it. all day to share this dream with you. <laughs> Oh my god, can't wait. And it's actually fitting because it's a night dream. Well, obviously it's a dream at night, but it's a dream. <laughs> the dream takes place at night as well. Okay. <laughs> like it's a night dream. They're all night well, dreams. No, some people dream dreams. True, that's true, that's true. Or second, third shift people. You're okay, fine. okay. Well, here we go. You're fine. This is from Matt, okay. and Matt's from New Orleans. Nola. Okay, here we go. Nola. I know. I love that town. I want to go back so bad. I've only been once, and I would love. We should go. Oh We'd have God. a blast. Any any besties in New Orleans that want us to do a live show, hit us up, and we'll figure mm-hmm. something out. I don't care if it's in our besties' living room. We're, we'll just go and say it's for or business. our hotel room, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd just be like, "We're here." <laughs> Let's not invite strangers to our hotel room, Brooke. That usually oh no no like a separate oh, yeah. hotel okay, room. Okay, yeah, like a a decoy hotel room. A decoy. Okay. So again, this is from Matthew from New Orleans. I want to share a dream I had last night. I say dream, but honestly, I suppose it was more like a nightmare. Uh Most of my dreams are pretty dark. Don't feel sorry for me. I enjoy the apocalyptic survival dreams I have frequently. And I always have a lot of survival apocalyptic. You do, don't you? Like, there's always tons of stuff going on. Yeah, it's pretty common for me. Yeah. Whew. This one, however, was different from those, and I never really had one like it. For the purposes of this share, I'll change those involved's names to Mary and Jane. I love that their names have to be protected. This must be a really good dream. (laughs) Mary. So Mary's a good friend of mine in real life I've known since middle school. We've been through a lot together. Hell, when my brother passed away in eighth grade, she was the first friend I reached out to for support. Oh, my God. Eighth grade, you lose a sibling? Oh, jeez. Jane and I have known each other for not as nearly as long, but Jane met Mary in college, and they've been best friends ever since. 
Mary introduced me to Jane, and we've grown pretty close in the short amount of time we've known each other. Okay. This is real life. That's real life. Yep. Okay. 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 He says, that's it for introductions. Now we'll get to the actual dream part. (laughs) He had you pegged. He knew. I, I, you knew I need to know the background. Right. Of course. <laughs> Mary and Jane. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. We get it. Yeah. We 420. It Was it also 420 when you woke up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that might be a reason. Did you get sleepy and happy afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. It was a, and, and by the way, Matt, you're an incredible writer. He wrote this. Uh, it's beautiful. I'm already intrigued. I love good writing. It was a dark, foggy night with no moon in the sky. See, I told you. See? He writes like I do, like I want to paint a picture. I love that. (laughs) I was driving around in my silver BMW for unknown reason, just minding my own business. Hmm. On the drive, I approached a graveyard I've never seen before, but it felt familiar. It had a long, tall stone wall with what I think were oak trees lined up behind it. Okay, that sounds pretty normal. The tops of the trees only poked over the wall by about five or ten feet. The wall was topped with a decorative wrought iron and had huge mm-hmm. gate that was uh, and mm, and had a huge <laughs> gate. Sorry. I love when you go mm. <laughs> reset. Mm. Okay. It had a huge gate that was that swung inwards and it was also made of wrought iron and had a flower-like pattern. Like the gate in the old graveyards from the 1700s from the city I live in. Beyond the gate was the was a driveway that was lined with different types of trees. Maybe they were willow. It was such a beautiful place to be. Bear- it was, sorry, it was funny. It was, it's quite a beautiful place to be buried six feet under with worms gnawing and squirming out of your body. I thought to myself and chuckled. I, if you think of it like that, it does sound a very does. lovely place. <laughs> I saw Mary and Jane on the sidewalk in front of the gate. I could see the flash from a camera on Mary's phone while Jane was making funny poses in the night. With the entrance in the cemetery, with the entrance to the graveyard behind her. Oh, okay. So they were okay. just on the outside of the cemetery. Okay. If you it's knew, not like we haven't done shit oh. like this. <laughs> What's the last cemetery? Oh, I'm sure we we've, we've done this. I know we have. We've taken pictures. Oh. Tried to get, tried to get like bulbs in it, or yeah. not dust, but like oh yeah, orbs. Yeah, orbs. it's been a while. It's been a minute it's since been- we've had a nice graveyard walk. Oh, we gotta do that again. Oh, Sorry, please. go ahead. <laughs> uh, as a sidebar, I ha- I do enjoy walking around a cemetery or a graveyard just because it's. I love reading the stories on the mm-hmm. headstones. Like I see like John Smith, and I'm like, hmm, what was John Smith? Was he like a was he like a an accountant? Was he a is it right. how old is it? Is he like a carpenter? Like what's yeah. the story? I don't know. Oh, Mindy, you should be an investigative reporter. <laughs> Go through graveyards and find out the stories. Do you know of each of the people? And that would be a great report. podcast. Trademark, trademark. <laughs> it's ours. R with a circle around it. I'm mailing it to myself tonight. Except right. I don't have a stamp. Do you, do you have a stamp? I do have a stamp. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll stamp you my. I'll, I'll mail you my no, stamp. No, no, just no, just on a just type out our idea podcast the date. Graveyard our podcast. Names, mm. Our names. And then fold it up and mail it to yourself. Okay. And then you will have... Don't open it when you no, get no, it. No, no, no. Then we have proof that we came up with it first. First I think there could... Pro- yeah, there's like multiple... There's, prob- there's probably, probably 17,000, but... I like this idea, we, we still want to... Um, mm-hmm. I like it, too. Okay. So, Mary and Jane were 
out right in front of the cemetery by the gate, posing for pictures. If you know these two, that you wouldn't be surprised. They are edgy, but not in a super annoying, in-your-face, try-to-be-cool kind of way. And more like the tool groupie who dresses in dark clothes with piercings and acts like a normal person, actual cool kind of way. I have never heard that description of a person. I think we'd be friends. <laughs> I, I, like, think, well, I, I, I like Mary and Jane and Matt. Let's hang out. I know I would be friends, but I feel like there's lots of different descriptions there explaining kind of like mm-hmm. different groups of people. But God bless them for yeah. mixing and melding. They didn't take long to notice my car. So I thought it'd be funny if I just swerved into the driveway and to abruptly spook them. So I did. <laughs> because, you know, so funny. I'm stupid and I don't fully think things through. <laughs> so at least he admitted it. <laughs> They saw my car and jumped out of the way at the very last second. Jeez, was he intending to hit them? Because it's like, like the it's very joke. last second, you but, should stop um, several seconds yeah, before yeah. impact. I thought they were your friends, Matt. Let's <laughs> right, take a step back. Jeez. I don't know what their reactions were because as soon as I came to a stop, my attention was totally grasped by what I saw in the distance. Maybe 70 to 80 feet in the distance and shrouded by fog. A very eerie-looking man in a clown costume was standing there. Ooh. He had one. I don't like oh, it. Me neither. He had one of those stereotypical clown costumes with blue, red, and green pattern that was old and faded in tones of gray. There was also one of those fluffy white collar things on. He had a mm. blue wig that was curly and crazy-looking, but the worst part was his face. Oh no. Just a gnarly looking guy. I'm scared. You're scared. scared. Oh, it's okay. I'll hold your hand. Okay. (laughs) Just a gnarly looking guy with running gray powder on his face, black eyeshadow, and smeared red lipstick. With a he was wearing makeup. Well, he's a clown. Of course, they wear makeup. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot. (laughs) What's a clown without his makeup? I was just so afraid it was going to be like this completely distorted <laughs> face and it would have like things coming out of it. But then it was just makeup. You're like, oh, black eyeshadow. That sounds kind of nice. Red lipstick. My okay. imagination took me for a ride. There a different a down a different road. <laughs> OK, so, yes, creepy running clown makeup. Mm-mm. Oh, he probably looks like a hot mess. He grinned with missing teeth. Oh. Yeah, that adds to it, doesn't it? He was mm. off-center from the middle of the road with his head cocked while holding the top of a bowling pin that he had hanging by his side. Oh, no. They kill people with bowling pins. But but maybe he just wanted to go bowling and bring his you, own you, pin. You don't need to bring your own pin, doll. If you go bowling, they have plenty of them there. Yeah, usually you bring your bag, your bag with a ball in it, not, not the And pins. even if you don't have that, hmm. they have them there. It's always a bad sign. It's always a bad sign. Now, Matt says, I'm not scared of clowns, really, but this guy was freaky. Although more than being scared, I felt angry angry that he had been about to try to mess with my friends, two young and attractive girls. So I decided to play a game of chicken with him. Ooh, what kind of chicken? Like shoulder chicken, dick (laughs) chicken? What's the kind of... What's dick chicken? (laughs) I'm not... All right, 
Uh-oh. All right, besties, Mindy asks, so here oh, we go. my God. Do we have to put content warning on this part? I don't think Okay. Don't think <laughs> is this well, like an urban you, dictionary thing? or No, no. You, oh, okay. This is something from The League. You watched The League, didn't uh-uh, you? No, I should, though. Okay. I love, I love everyone. They used to play a game in college called Dick Chicken, Oh, where two guys would face off and they'd <laughs> pull their dicks out. Sure. And they would slowly walk towards each other to, <laughs> oh, I see where to touch tips. Mm-hmm. And so the chicken was the one that chickened out before his got it. His dick touched the other dick. Got it. Now that <laughs> oh, but look. would be interesting with a clown. Oh, Ooh. could you imagine? Like the clown comes in, it's like pulling, you know, hankies out of this, <laughs> squirting bl- flowers, and then he's like, no. It's time for dick chicken. Everybody line up. And you're like, who? This better be an adult party. I hope so. Like, who the fuck is this clown? Get him out of here. Oh, God. We'll play dick chicken later, but not with the clown. No. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Well, today I learned. Um, (laughs) Now, the the kind of chicken we're talking about, he goes on to explain. I sped down the drive in my car in hopes of scaring him off. He won the game, though, because he just stood there, didn't even flinch. So I swerved out of the way of him and hit a tree. (gasps) Oh, no, Matthew. After the shock of getting in an accident and seeing my hood crumbled. Oh, crumbled. Crumbled? Is crumbled the right word there? That's like a bakery. Like, put a a little crumble crumble. on top of that. Mm, Delicious. Uh, Crunched up, maybe? Crunched? Okay. I looked in the rearview mirror. The clown was still standing in the same no. exact spot, in the same exact stance, <sighs> although he had rotated his head, so he was making direct eye contact with me in my rearview mirror. I hate this. I hate this clown. This is so Don't creepy. <laughs> the fact it takes place like at night in a graveyard. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it's now instead better. of being angry, I was scared. Super yeah. scared. Panicked even. So I put my car in reverse and floored it to get the hell out of there. The fear and shock from hitting the tree combined into a cocktail of emotions that scrambled my brain, I guess. So when I gunned my car in reverse, I hit another tree. Oh, I was going to say he's lucky that his car even worked. Nope. It's like trying to parallel park between two trees. Between a clown and two trees. <laughs> he's... Seven point turn. A seven point turn. That's what you should have tried, Matt. Hey, I would be happy with a seven point turn to get into. Come on, you lived in the city. You can't parallel park. No, but you know what I can do, which is really weird. Uh-huh. I can parallel park on like the left side of the street. Oh. Isn't that weird? You know, like one way yeah, streets. Makes... It always feels a little weird because you're always used to parking on the right you side. You see it better. Got, you don't you... have the blind spot on that. Yeah, way. you got yeah. your groove, but for some reason. One-way streets in the city with left-side parking? That's where you're... Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so he hits the other tree. Matt hits the other tree. And oh, he no. says, this time I was hurt. My Oh, no. My car had shut off, and it wasn't coming back on. I looked up to check on the clown. He wasn't standing in the drive anymore. Oh, I no. slowly looked over my left, and there didn't seem to be anything else there. Until there was. Mm. Suddenly, the man's sweaty, dirty, smelly face was only a foot away from mine. 
Hey, with man, oh that God. toothless smile and his bloodshot eyes, he stared at me for just a moment. <laughs> Maybe I'm scared again. <laughs> I'll keep holding your hand. Okay. <laughs> there was a flash of bright light and a popping sound. In the moment that I saw the flash, I wasn't sure if he had hit me on the head with a bowling pin or shot me with a pistol that I hadn't seen. One thing I knew for certain, though, that my skull had just caved in. And then I woke up. Holy shit, Matthew. I woke up in my hotel room wrapped in nice white sheets glowing in the moonlight from a clear night sky outside my window. I was so scared for the moment with my heart pounding. I looked for the clown who obviously wasn't there, and then drifted back to sleep. I would be up for a while. Oh, yeah, I don't think I could. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'd be back to sleep unless someone gave me, like, six Ambien. (laughs) And knocked you out with a bowling pin? (laughs) And then I'd wait, gently, and then I'd wake up after an hour and still be like, hey, Mindy, want to talk about stuff? (laughs) Do you want to hold my hand? I'm still scaled. I'm so scared. I'm on my way there. <laughs> you know I'd be there for you in a second. I know. Yikes. You're the best mama. Ah, Matt. Matt. Was... Well, Maddie, so well Maddie. written. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. I want to hear from you again, sir. Yes, please. Keep them coming. So I want to start with the scene in general, right? It's foggy. <laughs> it's dark. It's a moonless night. It really sets the mood, doesn't it's it? It's not inviting in any any sense of Mm-mm. the word. And Mm-mm. and you're at a graveyard. So let's not take better. creepy and then add another dash of creepy. And the creepy keeps getting dashed on, oh, let me tell you. This is a full creep sandwich. <laughs> Do you know, here's something that's interesting. When I read this, I was yeah. curious. And I don't know if you know the answer to this. What's the difference between a graveyard and a cemetery? Oh, wow. Um, does it have to do with funding or who owns it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I feel like a cemetery is maybe a religious burial ground and a graveyard is maybe people that weren't affiliated with anything. You have it. Outcast. You just have it backwards. Oh. Yes. <laughs> so a graveyard is usually rig- re- religiously affiliated and is near a church. Whereas a cemetery is a more public space for anyone to be buried. Okay. Well. Good job on that, though. Better than nothing. Nice. nice. (laughs) Did a little reversal on that one. Yeah, but good. So we've got the creepy scene, um, which is not good. Now, when it comes, (laughs) which is not good, I'm just going to, like, you don't know. You just heard it. Yeah. It wasn't good. Breaking news. (laughs) Now, as far as a graveyard or cemetery goes in dreams, this is interesting. It can do with a past event or the end of something, a loss, mm. perhaps, or more specifically, like an ending of a habit or behavior you have with yourself. Okay. Now, what's interesting about this dream is he wasn't in the cemetery. He was no. just outside the cemetery, which I find was unique about this dream. He was cemetery adjacent. <laughs> cemetery adjacent, <laughs> which is where I prefer to be. Yes. But he mentioned the walls and how tall they were. And that really stuck out to me that he was so descriptive about these big stone walls and the big trees. Mm-hmm. It's kind of and, and the wrought iron fences. Like Everything was kind of blocked out. Yeah. Like I said, he's so descriptive. We've all seen a cemetery like that, mm-hmm. you know, high mm-hmm. brick or high stone walls and that wrought iron yep. fence and stuff. So we can picture what he's 
what he's describing to yep, us. Absolutely. Now we now come in these players in the stream. So we have we have the friends, Mary and Jane. How could we forget? And we have our clown. <laughs> creep clown. Creep clown. <laughs> so here's the thing I find interesting in this dream is that his friends are outside the cemetery. They're taking pictures. They're having fun. Everything is good. But yet he decides to play kind of an evil trick on them. He decides to play chicken with his friends. Yeah. And that's the whole purpose of the friends in the dream. After that, they're no longer involved in this dream. But he also decides to play chicken with the clown. So now we're looking like something you care about playing this game with, like this <laughs> game of chicken, not dick chicken, car chicken, but then playing that same game with an evil entity. So Yeah, what's what is chicken providing to him that is the challenge in his life like first he does it like with his friends okay testing it maybe testing it easing it on in just a joke just a joke but then to go directly to like the pros i don't (laughs) think you should do that that's like going from grade school basketball to the nba (laughs) with nothing in between the clown doesn't give a shit he's not moving Oh my god, I'm so nervous right now. I think you're right though. It is it is totally different. It's like it's like testing something and then taking the actual responsibility on. Doesn't have to yes. do with sense of control perhaps in some part of his mm. life, you know, being able to mm. be like that pull it away at the last moment. Like are you pushing yourself to a boundary or is there something in your life you feel like you're hitting the limit on and you're right. just testing can you go a little further? And maybe you right. shouldn't. Maybe that's the part of the stream it's telling you, "Hey, Warning, warning, Don't warning. Don't push your luck. <laughs> Don't invite the clown in a chicken fight. Stop with your friends. Say, hey, this was a great night. We had so much fun. I don't think they did. And, well, yeah. But, and wake up. Yeah. No clown chicken games. <laughs> right. And so the clown obviously is the negative factor here. I know, but it's so weird. Clowns are often so negatively seen in Mm -hmm, dreams mm -hmm. because they're often depicted as dangerous or scary or um, maybe kids have happy clown dreams, but I don't think adults do. I don't think anyone has happy clown dreams. If you do, write in, let us know, revelations at gmail.com if you ever had a happy clown dream. I don't think we'll get that one in ever. Um, I'm not holding my breath. (laughs) When he sees the clown, he says two things. The first thing he experiences is the anger, and anger is like the easiest emotion, right? It's it's something mm-hmm. that's so natural to our instincts, to our human instincts, our animal instincts. To and it's also one of the emotions that you have a very little ability to control because mm-hmm. if like anger comes out, yep. it is hard. Yeah, but boom, it just comes out. But then, as soon as he started playing chicken with the clown, he got scared and. S- being scared is a very vulnerable emotion. It's all over the place. He is. So what's the struggle you're feeling here, Matt? Just to kind of wrap this up a bit, I feel like his unconscious is is giving him a big sign, right? Whatever he's pushing to the limit in his life, playing that game of chicken with something, Stop. it took the creep clown to say, whoa. And always dying in a dream or having death yeah. in a dream is always that a big pay attention moment. So time to maybe pull off the throttle a little bit. What what are you doing in your life? Or what are you trying to push the boundaries on that maybe your subconscious is telling you, pull it back a little bit. 
Pull it back, Matt. Because no one wants to play chicken with a clown. Or dick chicken. I would, if I want to play one type of chicken, it would be dick chicken with a clown, but I think I might be underqualified hey, for that. No, we can qualify you for this. I understand. We can, we'll just have to get a, like a little We'll just have to make delivery. one stop real quick. <laughs> Lover's lane. What's the... No. We just need to pick up a, but see, a strap on. If that was the point, why would I ever stop? I would go all the way up. I would win every time. You'd be like, I am the dick chicken champion. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Matt, for sending that in. That was definitely a great one. Beautiful writing. And keep oh, them coming. Gorgeous, gorgeous writing. I loved it. It was very descriptive. And we know you all have dreams out there, whether it's a full dream, a little short catnap, even a dream story. And now we're even saying, hey, just share your stories with us. If you went through something crazy, if it was supernatural or true crime, we want to hear it too. Dreams about everything, you know. All you have to do is go to remelations.com slash support. Oh my God, there's so many ways you can continue to have fun with us. Just tell a friend. Join our sleepover squad, mm -hmm. you guys. Bestie! It's the most fun. We have extra footage. We have videos. We have, oh, it's it's a blast. Everyone has fun with that. And don't forget, our merch store is open. You can buy t-shirts, sweatshirts, dream journals. We don't have clown merch. I'm sorry. We, we nixed no, that idea. No clowns. Sorry. Yes. Yes. If that's a deal breaker, you <laughs> might have to move it along. <laughs> We, we don't got none of those. <laughs> yeah, all of these things just helps the fun, keep the fun going. And I don't know about you, but I have fun every week. I hope you are too. Yes. I know Mindy has fun every week, every week. So thank you so much. And check out remelations.com slash support. You know what that means, Brooke? Kitty, kitty, kitty cat, cat naps. Cat <laughs> Bestie, if you don't know what catnaps are, we just read dreams. We don't interpret them. We just have fun and read a bunch. So would you like to start? Oh, it's me. Yeah. Sorry. It's, you're just <laughs> smiling at me, but you, you look Sitting good. you're dancing. <laughs> just random. Just random. This is Grace, and she's from Boulder. Okay. An unforgettable dream. I found myself in a strange camp, and they were coming for me with their deadly killer pandas. I was seated in the back seat of my car, directly behind the passenger seat. The cult came and were standing outside the left windows where I was seated, and they were busy using the pandas to open the windows of the car to kill me. Not pandas, those are like the. I mean, I heard they they're do have a lot of strength, but well, they do. But they're sweet. Let's check. It's been animals. it's been a while, Brooke. Do you have any fun animal facts about pandas? They eat bamboo, for crying out loud. They're just these big, beautiful, gentle animals that are beautiful and in Vegetarians. Vegetarians? That, come Lovers. on. Let they're them just, be. They're, they're so just, granola. <laughs> and they bring peace. They're black and white. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, I saw how the windows of the car rolled down, opening up. Oh, no. I was looking death in the eyes when I when suddenly the car on its own rolled up the windows, closed them, reversed, and drove off at a high speed and safely and <laughs> away from the. I love that that's what was put in and safely away from the deadly camp. 
And then I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> so the car is like, um, what? Oh, like Herbie the love bug? I would say it's probably more like Kit. You know, Knight like Rider? From Knight Rider. <laughs> I'm no. I'm just. There's a gen, there's an age gap there between yeah, Knight there Rider is. and Herbie the Love Bug. So um, I think we covered it all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Was is there, there any other movie? car car talk, talking shows? Um. Did I ever get back to you about your Stephen King question? Which no. book you want? Well, there is one about a demonic car named Christine, but don't choose oh. that one. Don't okay, nope. choose that one. I'm still this Mindy, this has been racking my brain. Which, I got to ask you I got to ask you a few more questions after the show to that determine is so funny. what your what your K book is going to be because okay, okay. it's very important to okay. me. Okay. Well, we'll figure that out. But so Christy, okay. so the car just kind of just saved protected her. itself like hmm. all of a sudden like was aware. Oh, and then it the could AI just, car of the future. The AI car, but like also like there's so much. Okay, I know we're not supposed yeah, to. Yeah, no, I, but I am curious what you're thinking of this because it is an interesting dream. It's short, but interesting. Well, it's like you're, you accidentally get involved in a cult. They're trying to kill you with pandas. And That's then your tricky. car all of a sudden turns into like a transformer and like protects <laughs> itself and, and gets you out of there. Like, yep. I don't. I don't know. There's so many ups and downs oh. in this one. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Thanks, Grace. I did. Yes. Do you have one for us, Miss Mindy? I do. This one's interesting. This one's from Eva, they, them, from Salt Lake City, Utah. SLC. Hey, Brooke and Mindy, I know you read a lot of dreams about snakes, but this one's oh. a little different. Okay. I'm gay. I keep having the same reoccurring nightmare about organizing snakes. You mean like categorizing them <laughs> by color? <laughs> Of such a by Virgo dream. By season? Well, here we go. <laughs> okay. By venom? I, Brooks on a roll. <laughs> I could organize uh, these You things. could. You should be uh, Eva's assistant. I, I can be. So to keep this long story short, I never had dreams about snakes until about four months ago when I had two oh. or three dreams involving talking snakes. I don't know if it would necessarily categorize these as nightmares, as they weren't scary, just incredibly stressful. Then not that long ago, I started having reoccurring variations of the same dream. Essentially, okay. it's always some sort of variation of the same situation. I go into a room. It's filled with different types of snakes. Nope. You'll appreciate nope. this part. Okay. Ball pythons, calm snakes, boas, king snakes, etc. Okay, well, you know, nothing too venomous yet that I've heard of. <laughs> they literally wrote in the next line, usually nothing poisonous or aggressive. <laughs> they knew you. They knew you. <laughs> they knew me. Like, She's not going to fall for our shit. <laughs> They're all different sizes and ages and colors. Mm. I also have a very limited number of different sized enclosures to keep all the snakes in. Usually, I have less containers than I do snakes. That's not good. Mm. That's just bad. Each time, bad news. Yeah, each time I collect snakes, I try to organize them. But I keep finding more and more and I get extremely stressed out about the fact I have nowhere to put them. Or how to take care of them, I maybe. appreciate your organizational skills. But Eva, <laughs> I cannot get down with this dream. <laughs> Mindy's 
straight up giving it to you how I it am is. Stressed. I am like, I think I should have put on more deodorant. I am like sweating <laughs> on the stream. <laughs> Uh, what? Okay, so I've just seen so many things where like, yeah, people do collect snakes of all different species and some are constrictors and some are venomous, but it's like you have to feed them all and give them all water and create a certain temperature for Are you sure breeds. you did not write this dream into ourselves? Because hold on, hold on. Have I? I have told you every time it was my dream. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Eva says, I also pay a large attention to details in these dreams about treating the snakes well, not right. wanting to house them together unless I am absolutely sure, making sure they can, making sure the babies have special setups, making sure they're all warm, making sure they have enough space. I usually wake up from sheer stress before I've organized all of the snakes. I'm just wondering <laughs> if you have any theories about this, what this, what this dream could mean. Or if it's just some random topic I'm stuck on. Thanks for reading. Eva. Oh, Eva. I really like that one. I don't. <laughs> I mean, out of all the dream all the snake dreams we've had on the show, this is my favorite snake dream. I will I was give gonna say, Eva it was that. the most it was probably the most mild yeah. of the snake dreams. They so, were right. Yes. It was a lot different than any other snake dream we've had. That is true. That is true. What is someone who owns a like a? What is someone who is like a snake person? What is their title? It's like a um, herpetologist. Herpetologist. I believe you're gonna check it for me. I believe you're right. Sounds correct. A herpetologist. You are correct. Good job on that. You should. I want know. a treat. You. I'll hold <laughs> your hand and give you a treat. <laughs> two for two. Okay. So this, of course is going to be bizarre again because this is Sicily from West Orange. I love the name. But just wait till you hear the first sentence. Okay. I once dreamed about a talking snake. What? No. I know. This is Every insane. Week, this, is, this has been how many weeks in a row? I, I mean, it doesn't have to be in a Bestie, row, but... You're going to think that we're making this shit up, but I swear to you not. We're not. Swear to Swear my on cats. my glass of wine, which is very, very uh, delicious. My can tonight. of Mountain Dew, which is also not cutting it tonight. <laughs> but wow. Okay. I know, okay. right? Okay. <gasps> okay. Well, let me start over because the next okay. part of the sentence kind of got Sicily. lost. Got it. Um, okay. Talking I once dreamed about a talking snake. That killed all of my siblings. Mm, Ooh, rude. See, this is rude. a snake dream I don't like. I see, like Eva's. already. No, you Eva like wins. Eva's. Not this one. <laughs> <laughs> Eva wins. It's not like it's a competition. I, thank you, sister. No. We appreciate your dream. No, we do appreciate it, but that's sad. Oh, yeah. But I did nothing to help. <laughs> oh, God. I can't blame you. All I did was run to my house. I was at my front door. But then I woke up. I forgot what the snake said. Oh, bummer. Some, I know. But it's something like, it didn't want to attack me, but simply pass by and go about his business. Mm. It's been long since I had this dream, like three to seven years old. Is it, oh, again, oh, God. These so babies young. having dreams. Yes. Oh, no, I don't like these babies having dreams about snakes Mm -mm. eating their siblings. That's terrifying. But strangely, the place didn't look anything like my house or my ranch, 
but the snake killed my siblings in one giant huh. bite. That would be one giant snake, which that's gotta no, be you. a big one. <laughs> I wish I could say more dreams, but this is the only one about talking snakes. <laughs> that is insane. Um, and Yikes, Sicily. Wow. Mm. wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, well. I think I've had my snake quota for today. Moving along. <laughs> I hope I don't have any more. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one's from Jack. Totally different. This is a different dream. Like totally okay. on the other uh, opposite side of the scale. No, no animals involved. No. Animals. Okay. This is Jack from Glasgow, Scotland. Thank you for submitting this. In my dream, I accidentally left my Bluetooth activated on my phone for two days. For two full days, while connected to this Bluetooth, my phone activity was displayed on a big screen in the city of Milan. <laughs> that sucks. Like one of those screens used for ads. Like, now, I don't know about Milan, but I can think of like Times Square, right? Just right. thousands Just of like, people walking by what your screens show. You're like, the kiss cam. Oh, okay. <laughs> Side note, I've recently had a dream that I just remembered a oh, snippet of. Oh, so, okay. Just Ooh, now. Nice. Where something similar was happening, not on that great scale, but like my user browser history was emailed to everyone <laughs> I know or something like that. So I was like, I woke up in a panic. I'm like, was that a dream? Oh, God. <laughs> what did that happen? And Could no, you imagine? Could you imagine? It's not like I have anything to hide, but, but yeah, embarrassing Everyone enjoys stuff. their own privacy. Yeah, and like you're looking for stuff, you're like maybe triggers you to look at something else. Triggers you're you to like, look at something. What was the worst murderer in my state? Like who? How did? Yeah, how did? No, you don't need to know. I looked for that. No, mind your business. <laughs> the screen streamed everything I was doing on my phone, twenty four seven. Of course, <laughs> even looking at porn. Oh boy! As long as that phone wasn't turned, the, as long as that phone wasn't turned the other way. <laughs> Whew. Well, we don't know what kind of kinks uh, Jack is into, but uh, that's you know, true. All good. It's good all for you. No, no shame in here. It's sexy time. We like everyone and <laughs> do what you got to do, friend. Everything I was watching or doing was being viewed by everyone. I finally found out my phone was connected to this big screen because I saw a news broadcast. The police were now searching for me. What? They wanted to arrest me. For hacking the big screen in Milan. It's like, no, 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 no. I, d I don't no, need no, to I connect didn't. to that Bluetooth. I didn't. It was an accident. <laughs> and oh he's God. in Glasgow. So, like, I don't even know, like, how strong that Bluetooth signal <laughs> is. But it's, like, super strong. I guess. Maybe I should go to Scotland for my um, internet connection. Okay. Here's a question. Okay. Name anyone. Anyone. Celebrity. Li oh, I guess alive or dead. But. Mostly alive. Uh, family member, friend. Most, Whose phone would you want to watch for 24 hours to see what they did? Oh, my God, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Just dying. Mm. Just dying mm -hmm. to know. Oh, I bet yours has got to be one of your daughters, huh? No, I don't want to know it. I don't want to know. <laughs> like, no, no, no. No, I there's like, like Pandora's know. box. There's some things I that, would not want to know. Well, that's another thing. But I think... That would help me with some decisions if I could read it. Sure, sure. If you can't read minds, might as well read some uh, yeah. phone, personal um, information. Anyone in particular? Would you? I think I just totally like 
want to know a celebrity like give me or, or like a, the pres like the president of the united states like what right what what, what are they looking at just to, for fun <laughs> like is, is biden playing wordle i want to know like, i want to know his streak yeah <laughs> so I, i'm a little like no i know it's less good. uh oh Investigative, less, maybe less, more entertainment. Less Snoopy. Yeah. Well, I normally would be the entertainment side, but just yeah, where I am going in life on. right yeah, now, I'd I'd just like to see Makes some sense. things. Okay. Well, thanks, Jack. I'm sorry you had to display all your uh, private <laughs> discretions to the public, but that'll teach you not to oh, keep on your Bluetooth. Mm-mm, turn it off. <laughs> this is Jillian, and she's from Pasadena. My car has supernatural powers. What's with the cars? I'm telling you, I didn't want to say this one either because I'm like, another car okay. dream. Another snake dream. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, yeah, okay. it's crazy. But one of the rules of the car is not to just give anybody a lift in this car. Mm. I have now and again given some people a lift out of the goodness of my heart. Jillian, remember the rules mm. of the car. But almost like karma, my car has recently been involved in some accidents, which I never experienced before. In the dream, my car was actually talking to me, laying down the rules. Good for you, car. Now listen here, missy. (laughs) In the dream, there were people in the car, and it suddenly stopped. Opened the doors, threw these people out. Something was beating them up and chasing them around. Unnecessary. I don't know what's going on at this point. I was seated in the passenger seat witnessing this horror since the car was also driving itself. Of course. And then I woke up. You are on a roll. This is weird. Don't piss off your car. No, listen to your car's rules. Listen to your car. Now, speaking of cars, if your car was going to say something... First of all, I don't remember if we talked about this before. If we did, it's been a while. What's the, okay. do you, what's your name of your car? Okay, I'm going to say it wrong, but it's something along. The, it's from Ace Ventura 2, and it's Equenciocho, okay, and yes. I know yeah, that's okay. not quite right, but it means white remember. devil, white yes. devil, because that's what they kept calling Ace Ventura. Now, if, if your car was going to tell you something, what do you think it would say to you? <laughs> Did you come up with me? <laughs> um... I would say, Brooke, you've treated me very kindly. You've taken good care of me, and I love you so much. Good. Yeah, Which is probably better you? Uh, than your, this dreamer's car. Um, yeah. I'm going to kill you, and I'm going to throw your friends out. Jillian. Yes. Yeah, way better than what Jillian's car would have said to her. What? But you have multiple cars, so do you have a oh, name for each of them? No. Well, Mark's car is not my car, so I feel like I do not have the the rights to well, name his car. I feel like you do. Uh, You're in his car, no, right? I don't feel it. Um, but my mm, car's okay. ghost because it just has a personality of its own, and it's kind of haunted. And <laughs> I really do think another that, supernatural. I really car. do think that car is haunted. It, it has started you and by Jillian itself. need. Need to um, get together yeah. and figure out your demon cars. She's a friendly girl. Friend- She's a friendly ghost. Okay. Casper, the friend, you- my friendly car ghost. <laughs> but I think, I think if my car was going to talk to me, it would say, 
I'm old and it's time to retire soon. But I'll hold off for you. I'll hold out. I'll hold out for a while. But stop driving so much. You're riding <laughs> me too hard, Mindy. I feel like mine could say those exact words except for the last one because I don't drive it yeah. like you drive. No. But it could be. I mean, it's a 2012. You know, it's okay. Mine's 2014. It's up there. Yeah, it's up in there. car years. That's like 90. I know. I'm like. Baby, just let's just keep having nice. a party. You know what's funny? Our uh, when we drove down to Nashville, like our my air conditioning hasn't worked for a while in my car, and it's like I can't. I'm not going to put two grand into this car to fix the air conditioning. So we'll roll down the windows, which is fine because it wasn't super hot out. But we just realized so one of the kids' windows in the back doesn't roll down. It's been funky for a while because it's ghost and she's oh, no. she's a bitch. And <laughs> I thought she was. She a nice is, but ghost. no, it's a friendly bitch. Like I call her a bitch, but it's like a friendly bitch. You know, it's like a, a nice, playful bitch title. Okay, and nice, playful bitch. So she's a nice, playful bitch. So I'm like, ghost. It's hot now. She doesn't have a name, or does your ghost have a no, name? No, ghost. Ghost is ghost. Oh, ghost is ghost. Yeah. And so the window warmed down. It's hot. There's no air. So strangely, on this trip, we realized. If you manually open the door, not like the automatic sliding, but if you manually open it and push it all the way back, the window will roll down. How'd you figure that out? Oh, uh, strangely, we were like decorating the car and Marissa's like, well, I can't decorate it if the window's down. I'm like, what? The window's down? And she's like, yeah, the window's down. I'm like, how did that work out? And it must have, I must have hit all of them after she had opened it and it just... So anyway, something happened. I tell you, something ya, worked. It, something worked. She's called ghost for a reason. <laughs> so on the way back home, we're like, it's hot. So I'm like, okay, we know now how to get the window down. We have to park. We have to pull off of the highway. We have to stop the car. We have to pull open the door manually at a certain angle, roll down the window. So we were like that for like an hour. She was feeling good because it wasn't so hot. But then yeah. the storm started. So then I'm like, oh, uh, shit. Now we have no, to pull over just... off the highway again to roll Close up the, window. the windows. So, yeah, I get oh it. God. I get it. How long do you think you're going to keep that car for? Until it dies. Until she is ready to move on from us. <laughs> it's until paid off. I'm a- keeping that thing as long as I can. <laughs> My car is paid off, too. That's why I give her Sweet. so much credit. I know, right? I'm like, I don't want a car payment. I, I love you, little Equenzi Ocho. <laughs> Go- Ooh, we got a love match, a, a car love match on our hands. Okay, so I have another dream here. Okay. This one's from Quinn, and Quinn's from Toronto. Thanks, Quinn. It's called The Moon and an Earthquake. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I just woke up from a dream. It's night, and I'm at my parents' house, and I get an alert on my phone about a 69 magnitude earthquake happening. That's a big one. I think that's the end of the world, actually. I think that's the earth killer. <laughs> it's going to start in one of the oceans to a tsunami, and then it's just going to move all the way around the world, obliterating everything. Done. 69. 69 I don't even think the Richter done. scale little needles no. can go up that high. Well, 69, and we're all dead. We're all fine. Not so fine. <laughs> We're all not so fine. <laughs> Everything starts shaking violently, of course. I'm trying to get upstairs to get my kids, but end up outside instead. My whole family is outside, 
And at this point, I can't tell if the earthquake is continuing or not. We're all just so dazed and confused. Well, that will happen. You know, right? it is very alarming. It's like uh, like that shaken baby syndrome, except for it's the whole Earth population has it. <laughs> we get another alert on our phones. Then we all look up at the full moon and my dad says, it's really happening. And we all watch in horror as the moon starts breaking in half and turns to crumbs. Ooh. It's a bad day. Bad day, Quinn. Oh. oh, I'm so sorry. We all look at our phones and whatever app we have that shows us what will happen next just goes dark. And that's when I woke up. Oh, no. I mean, that's a really convenient app, though. Yeah, it is if it exists. <laughs> like <laughs> Someone get on it. <laughs> what's the next world disaster? And, and post on that big screen in Milan, if you can. Just Bluetooth it right over there. Right? That's wherever... That- that's where everyone's watching. 69 earthquake and moon crumble. Hmm. Thanks, Quinn. So, Bestie, I did not write this dream down. I kind of mentioned it a while okay. ago that it was like one of the most horrifying dreams I ever had, like the kind that sticks with you. So I don't have it written down, so I'm just going to go off the cuff and tell you my dream. And I apologize ahead of time if it doesn't <laughs> if you ramble, sound okay. right. No, how, yeah, can I, I ask how, how long ago this was? I have it every so often still. It's recurring. You haven't had it in quite a while, but I want to say my late 20s, maybe. It started, it started in your okay. stream. Okay. Yeah. So I'm at like a boardwalk, right? With games and rides and all kinds fun. of fun stuff. It's yes. a yeah, beautiful day, beautiful day. And I walk to the end of the pier and they have one of those giant Ferris wheels, but mm-hmm. like, not the kind you like sit in, you know, okay. it's kind of like the buckets where the you gondola. stand. Yeah, oh. like a gondola, like, but it's still metal. It's not okay. clear, like, you know, whatever you ride in Vegas or yes, the yeah. eye Got or whatever, it. you know, like, so it's, it's still metal, but you can fit quite a few people in there and they just kind of stand and okay. it goes kind of <laughs> slow. All right. So it's right at the end of the boardwalk and that's kind of where... They, the roller coaster always is, or the ride yeah, always the is. The big you know, attraction. Right? You, you have to get all bit, get through all the oh, shops before get you get to the attraction. All that shit, yeah, you right? Do. So I don't know what happened. I looked over at the Ferris wheel ride, and I heard the most. Oh it's like upsetting me now. Oh. I heard the most ungodly sound. It was like. Hmm. It was the metal oh. bending oh, no. under the Ferris wheel. Oh, okay. Like something had happened. Like this. God awful. Like metal yes. crunching. Mm-mm. And then all of a sudden my dream, oh, God. It turned to slow motion. Mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm. always does this. And, and yeah, this rides, is third person usually for you, right? Oh, it's always third person. Yeah. I'm not on the ride. No, I'm just, watching this happen. Right. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. The ride starts to tip, mm-hmm. and the metal, <laughs> and then the people screeching and yelling, like, gets louder and louder, uh-huh. and it breaks off and falls into the ocean, because it's at the end of a pier. Uh, uh, of course. <laughs> yeah. and Because uh, then it couldn't I'm have get- fallen the other way. I'm getting, I'm getting nervous. Okay. <laughs> Well, because it was so horrifying yes, yeah. to to see. 
I'm watching this happen, and the the ride is still kind of going because no. it's still kind of no. got energy going. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you see people going under the water mm-hmm. in their cages, mm-hmm. and other people coming out like gasping for breath as the oh, thing still this like is awful. rotates, and then it eventually sinks and. Everyone dies. Oh, and you know, that's the sad thing is you know that in your dream. It's like, you're like, oh, no one survived. It's, but I can't just, I know it sounds just like a bad dream, but obviously this is a recurring dream for me. And the images, I did not put justly mm-hmm. because I just kind of winged yes, it. But yeah. it was the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. And it sticks with me to this day. Watching those people spin up and down and coming up for air and then being dragged back down so oh my god um so and maybe, why in maybe, that why why is your disaster yes. a ferris wheel like they're I saved know. no they're not they're saved no they're not i would think my Stop. nightmare would probably be um what do you want to say like trapped yeah oh for sure. like i don't like anything where i can't breathe mm-hmm. so this is like this is yes. another reason why this nightmare is so like uh, yeah, yeah in my face When's the last but time you yeah. had this dream, would you say? I feel like I had one last year. Okay. So still it used to be it's it used regular. to be much more often, but like it still pops its little Mm-mm. its little head little in my head. head. <laughs> that bastard head of his pops in there every so often. Okay. It's not mm, a regular like thing. Like I'm I'm a little shaken now and I feel like you could see what I was seeing because it was like also the slow motion part didn't help. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Like begging for help. Okay. And, uh, okay. Well, you're making Mindy, this okay. along because uh, this is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I find this one interesting. This is from Tim, and Tim's from Houston. Tim, Tim. I'm sure he loves that nickname. <laughs> I'm sure he hears it all the time. Hey, Tim, Tim, what's up? Here we go. Here's a dream. I dreamed I found myself in hell. Ooh, ouch. Like hot. Actual Christian hell. By accident. <laughs> Whoops. That's a mistake. I was still alive and I was not supposed to be there. But Do you think you were supposed to be there after you died <laughs> though? Like Are you sure like- you're not dead? I, do you think maybe you'll end up down there eventually? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're right. just like dreaming about it. The hell was empty. I mean, an endless stretch of stone ground and a pretty low stone ceiling. And that was it. It just went on forever. There was a light, but only where I stood. Spotlight. <laughs> well, look at look at the bright side of being in hell. You get the spotlight. <laughs> I always try to find something. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But then Tim says, then I ran to Satan. Ooh, the big man downstairs. <laughs> he was simply an old man in a black robe. He didn't seem evil or mean, just more like a neutral entity. Mm, that's how they get you. He explained to me, you have not died yet, so hell is not activated for you. Oh, send me back, I would say. A. S-A-P. <laughs> Once you die and your soul is dark, you will come back here. Hell will be active 
and there will be many others. You just can't see them now. Oh, fuck. And then he set me back up. And then I woke up. Oh, oh God. That's... So now he knows he's probably going to hell. Yeah, but he, and Tim, ra- Tim Tim wraps this up by saying, so I, Tim, Tim. so I guess hell doesn't trigger the internal flames until you're dead. No, it doesn't activate. It's like you need to have a chip or something. They're like, <laughs> they scan it and they're like, yep, come on in. You're activated. You, you nope, we're going to send you back. And when you come back, your chip will be activated. Yep, yeah, nope, that's not time for you, Tim. It's not time. Not time, Tim. Not time. <laughs> Too. Thank you to everyone who submitted a catnap. We appreciated that. Some good ones today. So I have an interesting topic to talk to you about today, Mindy. All right, I'm ready. And I think this is gonna be a two-parter. So I'll okay. kind of just Ooh, fun. I'll get started on the basics on this episode. Okay. And then we'll get into more details over the next few weeks. I'm so it, interested. Let's go. So what is ayahuasca? Oh. Do you know what ayahuasca is? It sounds like a Native American thing. It could be. It's a plant-based psychedelic. Oh. And psychedelics affect the senses, altering a person's thinking, sense of time, and emotions. Okay. They can cause a person to hallucinate, seeing or hearing other things that do not exist or are distorted. Mm. So I feel like maybe feeling like you're in a dream state. Yeah, sure. What what is happening to me? Okay, okay. So ayahuasca is a concentrated liquid made by prolonged heating or boiling of... Now, forgive me, I'm not going to say these names correctly. <laughs> the Banisteriopith. Sure. Cobb vine with the leaves of the Psychotria verdis shrub. Okay. Um, I, do you, you have those in your I, backyard, oh, right? Oh, yeah, I grow <laughs> a lot of them because why not? Beautiful flowers. <laughs> Beautiful. Ayahuasca is a concentrated liquid made... Wait, I just did that part. <laughs> Shit. No, I'm sorry. There's lots of um, science in this yes. one. I should have deleted it. Um, okay. Ayahuasca has been used for centuries mm-hmm. by First Nations peoples from contemporary Peru, Brazil, Colombia, and Ecuador for religious ritual and therapeutic okay. purposes. Okay? Mm-hmm. Effects of ayahuasca. This, this is going to be why you're going to want to stay in tune for future weeks because there's no safe level of drug (laughs) use. It always carries some risk. So ayahuasca affects everyone differently. Sure. Just like any drug does based on your size, your weight, your health, how much you took, how open you are to the situation. Are you in a calm, peaceful Mm -hmm. environment? Your state of mind even. State of mind. Especially with like drugs like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, you have to be safe and comfortable, and that's actually that's the of bottom line of any. any drugs. Yeah, so the effects of ayahuasca can last four to six hours. Okay, that's a long time. May include nausea and vomiting, which is actually most induced by drinking it. Yeah, yeah. almost oh, okay. everybody oh. does it. They they expect it to happen. It's like a shot of malort I, makes you want to puke got a, like a violent purge yeah your stomach's like nope i'm out i don't want to no thank you Mm, no okay diarrhea 
But hey, hey guess both what? Both ends, perfect. Both end, Betty. We also have euphoria. So that okay. sounds good. Feelings of connection and unity, also good. Kumbaya. Introspection, intense visual and auditory hallucinations, experiencing powerful emotions, but then, you know, it can go into anxiety and oh, fear because sure. you're really, you're facing your fears and everything, it's, you know, like. Like so, I, so many other hallucinogenic drugs. Yeah. It can be really thing. great and trippy and cool, or you can lose or your goddamn re- mind. Or really bad. Yeah. So when um, ayahuasca is taken in a traditional or like a ritual mm-hmm. setting, these effects may be perceived as cleansing or purging, and they're all a part of that spiritual yeah. or healing journey. So everyone's different. You know, each area in the world that this is legal in, there's not many, mm. has a different ceremony, has a, or, a, you know, just a different feel different history how they do this but it's been around for so long so it's a liquid that you ingest you drink and you drink it and it's supposed to be disgusting and uh, And is this legal in this united states or like native nations perhaps so set and setting are very important and this is why a lot of people do actual ayahuasca retreats Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like there are certain places that offer the retreat setting and they're there with you all the time as opposed to just running, running into, into a rando drug dealer on the street. A rando that's like, come in my yurt and put on <laughs> 17 pounds of hot blankets no. and drink this and I'm, puke and... Well, yeah. welcome to Chicago. Let's uh, have a shot of Malort <laughs> and walk Lower Wacker. That sounds good, too. Oh, God, Lower Wacker is my biggest nightmare. It is. It is. <laughs> so for those... Sidebar, for those who are not from yeah. Chicago... There is a street under the street called, well, Lower Wacker, because it's under the street and Wacker's the, the top. So there's Wacker upper and Wacker. Upper Wacker and Lower Wacker. Wacker, right. lower Wacker. <laughs> and it is, it is, it's dark. It's, it's steel like being beams. Under, it's like being underground. Driving underground. I've, and so one, that means you can't get good cell service. You so you're just, you're driving your GPS around. GPS is can't, not getting you anywhere. Your GPS is telling does you not work. go right, go left, go up, go, go down. Go, go right, you're in the the river. It's not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hate lower wacker. Mark said that once he had his car towed and it was towed to a a tow yard oh, down no. in lower wacker. He's like, it was Forget the worst it. experience of his life. <laughs> no. It's almost like tunnels down there because, like, it's dark, but there are, like, stoplights, yeah. but you don't see them clearly. Like, it's 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 an experience. <laughs> yeah. Talk about yeah. being trippy. Take a shot yeah. of Malort, drive on Lower Wacker. You'll, it's about, it's about similar. It's a similar experience. Take some ayahuasca <laughs> and take a drive down Lake Georgia <laughs> and then turn in. <laughs> Just don't get your car towed. Yeah, turn into Lower Wacker and have a great time. We hope you see on the other side. Please let us know you're okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So set and setting. Ayahuasca can have varied effects, obviously, Mm -hmm. depending on a person's mood, called the set. So set and setting. Oh, okay. And the environment they're in is the setting. Oh, okay. Makes sense. So... Set a person's state of mind, previous encounters with psychoactive drugs, and expectations of what's going to happen. For example, feelings of anxiety or fear before using 
ayahuasca can be magnified and result yeah. in an unpleasant experience. So if you're anxious which we kinda talked about, about in the first yeah. place, it's not gonna be good. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna put you on a might be me. real nasty thing. But the setting, as we all know, whether it's known or unfamiliar, who they're with, if they're indoors, mm-hmm. outdoors, all of that stuff. We all know that. Like sure. you have to be in safe the space. right state of mind and a safe sure. physical space for this to work. And that's often very difficult because then what happens? Bad trips. <laughs> Bad trips. <laughs> trips. So some people may have negative experience taking psychedelics or experience they find challenging. Um, you know, frightening and confronting hallucinations, intense anxiety and confusion, mm-hmm. fear and paranoia. Yeah, paranoia is the, the mm. worst one, I think. <laughs> I do agree. I just feel like, just like how we say with dreams, these experiences may be understood or interpreted differently mm-hmm. in a traditional or ritual context, so traditional yes. or ritual, and where they may be seen as lessons and a part of spiritual healing journey rather than wholly negative because these different cultures take yeah. the negatives and make it into a learning experience. Yeah. Now, I know you haven't watched Yellowstone. Oh, yes, I want and it's, to. It's, you should put it on your list because it is a it's great, list. great, great show. <laughs> So in Yellowstone, that one of the characters, Casey, is um, mm-hmm. his wife is of an indigenous nation, and he uses a part of the show to take ayahuasca and oh. has a whole experience where he's up on a hill and is having all these hallucinations about because he's kind of like at a crossroads in his life, and the, yeah, yeah, the tribe yeah. wants him to be able to sort out through his dreams and through like yeah, what he understands as dreams it. versus reality versus hallucinations. It's kind of like that it weaves its way between the three. I love this. And by the way, great show. So I'm going to hashtag Luke Grimes because he's the actor that plays Casey. Super, it's a super cutie guy in a, in a hat. Mm, mm. A super cutie super guy cutie. in a hat. Ooh, let us know. Oh, yes. But anyhow, so yeah, Casey goes on this hill it has the whole ayahuasca experience and from there tries to determine the direction of his life. Can I ask you a quick question? Mm-hmm. How it was portrayed on the TV show, is this something you would ever want to try? Fuck no. <laughs> ah! Well, let me continue. Okay. Because it's like, he's like freezing and hot uh, and like. Hey, okay. okay. No. You know uh-uh. what though? No, I like okay. my controlled environment. Thank you very much. My dreams alone are fine. So I'm just going to briefly go over like tolerance and dependence. It doesn't seem like there's much effect from taking it more often. I don't know how often like I don't think like people that come down to Peru go like once a year to do it. But, you know, they're they're in their ceremonies and stuff. So but it doesn't seem that there's any long term effects either. But. The effects of taking ayahuasca with other drugs, Mm. including over-the-counter, prescribed, or even like street drugs, Mm -hmm. could take this whole thing for another. Well, like anything, don't don't mix. Just like any, just like anything. Don't mix your tequila and your wine. It's a lesson we've all learned. Oh, oh, Mindy has taught me that lesson many a time. I'm a bad influence. You're welcome. I love you. Okay. 
So there's really no safe way to use psychedelic drugs because like we've already talked about, there are so many factors around you that could push you into an amazing space or into a really dark space. But like we had talked about different regions that offer this Mm -hmm. ayahuasca, those dark things you see are also meant for growing Mm -hmm. and learning. So those are that's in their culture and what they believe. Good signs, bad signs, they're all meant to use to pick you up. Yeah. Which I think you should anyway. You know, if you do decide to take ayahuasca, it's important to consider these following things. It's difficult to predict the strength. Sure. And the effects, obviously. People with mental health conditions or family or a family history of these conditions should avoid using ayahuasca. And like we said, other drugs. Mm-hmm. Not do not mix well. <laughs> so go into this process if you want to experience the ceremony or this ritual with an open mind and an open heart. And if you don't, you're not going to experience yeah. anything from it except for probably violent vomiting. <laughs> now, can I ask you, is this, if yeah. you were on vacation in Peru and this is like offered as a, an experience for you, would you consider doing it? 100%. Oh, okay. I'm the opposite. I don't think You're I like, could. You're like, no. Uh-uh. I think I would be um, way too anxious about it. <laughs> I'm sure I'm more anxious than I was when I was younger, but we'll get into kind of like I'm kind of saying the dangers of it sure. right now. That's like, <laughs> but we will get into the benefits okay, okay. of it as well. <laughs> it's more dangerous, like you said, if you take it with alcohol and other drugs, driving, blah, blah, blah. As I finish this week's intro into ayahuasca, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot more. I'm going to talk about the cultural differences between ceremonies and firsthand experience from attending a ceremony or retreat. Okay. And also ceremony itself, but, you know, what it is and what it does for people. So I'm going to say it's a life-changing experience, a journey within within to discover your truth and to guide you towards living to your full potential. Hmm. But as we always say, like, again, in dreams, keep in mind, of course, every journey is unique. Only meant for the dreamer or the person experiencing, like, no one can interpret it more than the person. Like what we do on this right. podcast, we're just giving our opinion and no one can yes. interpret their dreams but their own. So we're just here right. to have fun and probably the same thing, like you said, for this experience. Right. It's yeah. for that person experiencing it more than anything. And you have to be really devoted to it because it's an intense, intense process but it has done wonders for so many people. But like we said, it probably made some people sick and it mm. probably made other people true believers and guided them through some kind of hurt or sure. pain they had. But I've really only heard positive oh, things okay. in terms of outcome. Oh, um, you're leave us on that cliffhanger, Brooke. So next, talking about cultural differences, first-hand experiences, I'm also going to give you, I know it sounds long, but it goes very quickly. I'm also going to give you 40 reasons to go. 40? 40, but there. Uh, I love don't. a good listicle. It's I'm a good it. listicle. It's a good listicle, Mindy. You should be happy. And then um, as weeks go by, I'll kind of interject other little 
nuggets of information because it is really a fascinating thing to look into for healing and spiritual needs. That is a good cliffhanger. Okay. okay, you're I'm, welcome. I'm really intrigued. Mm-hmm. And yes, I, I would love to know if any of our listeners have been <gasps> I know we have some international listeners, so I would love to know any experiences. I would love to as well. Thank you. Awesome. Hey, babe, what's new this week? Uh, Well, okay, so this is interesting. So Mark and I bought a new couch. And I think I, I, sent, you, I sent you a picture, right? Gorgeous. You okay, guys, we've had gorgeous. This, well, it's it's a sectional. It's nothing special. Yeah, but it fits in your room perfectly. Yeah, oh, it you. changes the whole look of the room. Yeah, so we've had the same furniture. Well, uh, it was here before I moved in. Mark had it for the last mm. like, 15 years. Leather, not really my vibe. Kind of bachelor-esque. Dark yeah, brown sure. leather. Dark brown leather. I'm out. And mm. so, because when I met him, it was like dark brown leather, dark furniture, and white walls. Like, yeah. That- white. <laughs> so I'm slowly putting my, this has been, oh, we just celebrated our anniversary, seven years. So I've been slowly putting my feminine touch on this house. Good for you. So anyway, so we finally decided to chuck the old furniture and we ordered a sectional. Came today. So here... So early in this podcast, we had to take a break because I heard something upstairs and I ran upstairs because I wasn't sure what our dog was doing. So little Kingston, boy, I couldn't tell if he was like messing with a new couch or what. Oh, no. Be a good boy, Kingston. And he was. I went up there and he was actually in the other room, like just chilling. Well, that's good. But he's used to being able to jump up. Yeah. On your your furniture. So it's going to be a little bit of a learning he, curve for him. He's allowed on the couch. What he's not allowed to do, which he was used to on the old couch, is like scratching it. And, and tearing it apart. Like, yeah, just like scratching his nails on it and like eating treats on there. So we set the rule that he's not allowed. <laughs> like, we're not worried about the kids at this point. They're teenagers. We're worried about the dog. He's not allowed to scratch it. He's not allowed to eat treats on it, but he's allowed to sit on it. He's allowed to sit on Because, you know, you're going to cuddle with your dog when you're sitting on the couch, right? I have had a nap with your precious little baby boy on one of your couches before. So, yes, I do like... You'll love this couch even even more. It's just like... We have a big living room. It's like a big sectional. We've got a big family, so it's a huge-ass sectional we got. So it got delivered today. He's scared of it. The dog is scared of the new couch. I don't know why. Has he only ever had that brown leather couch? Okay, so it's new. This is all new. So he's like sniffed it. He refuses to get on it, which I'm like, okay, fine, fine. But so when I went upstairs, I thought he was like on the couch and like clawing it. But he was like clawing up the front rug to lay on instead. Like he has refused to step a paw onto this new furniture. I'm like, hey. Maybe that's okay. Okay, it's fine. But I feel like almost bad. Like, it's okay. You come, you come up here. He's all out of sorts. He's, oh, because he is the sweetest boy. He, he is, is a good boy. boy. So he's probably just a little, like you said, out of sorts. Right. Oh, I will totally keep you posted. What about your week? How's it going? How's it been? I can't top, I can't oh. top that. But my story also involves an animal. Okay. So what was it? What was it yesterday or two days ago? I can't remember. I come home from work 
And I get a notification that my home chef delivery is here. So I open the front door because they deliver it to my front door because it doesn't fit in my mailbox. And I open the front door and I just see a flash, just a flash go by. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. Who it was what? Kiki, my little angel princess who only lives inside cabinets, made a run for it. She's like, I got to see sunshine. I got to breathe fresh air. And I do, my heart breaks for her because since, what is it, like almost five, four or five years, like I always used to have a balcony that she could go out and I haven't had that. So I think she was just like so excited to go out and she just zipped past me. So I'm trying to hold the boys in because they're trying to get out. I'm like, I can't do all of this. And I know the bottom, like the deadbolt's open, obviously, but I know the bottom lock is still locked. So if the door shuts, I'm locked out. So I'm trying to push them back, undo the lock, and then go for Kiki. And she came right back on the porch, and she just started doing her, you know, like rolling on the cement. You know how, like, it feels so good. And so I let her stay out there. And I would. I trust her because she's always gone outside, but the neighbors have dogs. And I don't know if they're going to be on leashes or what. And uh, Bessie, this is, these are dogs that sometimes we have to stop recording because they're barking so loud. They are loud they dogs. Are loud. Yeah. So I don't want those loud dogs by my little princess angel. But yeah, it was interesting because she just took off. All I saw was like something. She and I was like, she won the great outdoors. She did. She went in the grass. I was like, oh, honey, if she would let me put like a little harness on her, I would take what her out there. Could you like fence in that little porch area you have? Because it's like got like some slat, like woods, like a wooded area, right? So can you like put something in there that would allow her to be outside, but not? I have done that before, like with my balconies. I'm on the first floor now, which I've never been. So that's the reason it scares me with like dogs and whatnot. But I used to plant, use planters that covered up the bottom, you know, where they can get out yeah. under. And I would use planters to plant catnip, cat grass, anything they okay. could chew on. Yeah. So I think I'm going to try that again this year. I think she that's what she's telling you. And maybe the boys will take a little peek outside too. Yeah, I think it'll be good. Yeah. I just, I didn't realize it broke my heart. It like yeah. really broke my heart because she used to love it so much being outside. And it's been years and years and I'm like, she wanted it. Mm-hmm. I mean, made her escape. Love, love. Oh, sweet babe. We know you're having a great time. We're having a great time. Hell, that's why we do this every single week because I get to see my best friend's face. Love you. I love you. But do us a favor that's to tell one friend about the show. Honestly, that's the best thing you can do for us to promote us is just tell somebody. You can tell your best friend, you can tell your favorite childhood clown. Hello, Bozo and Cookie. I love and Wizzo. Doody, 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 doody. Oh, so many great ones. Um, you can t- just not that creepy one that stands in the street. Don't, no, don't tell. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You can tell your favorite herbologist, or you can tell that sweet-looking Satan about the podcast. That's right. That's how we grow, bestie. Just tell one person. Spread the word. Thank you. We love you and we appreciate you so, so much. Matt, your dream was beautifully written. Thank you so much. It took me on a visual ride. I really. A little terrifying ride, but 
also great. And we also had some great catnap submissions this week. So keep them coming. We'd love to hear all about everything that's going on for you. Questions, stories, dreams, let us know. All right. Well, you know, I have that gorgeous couch upstairs. I just might sleep on that tonight. I just might ditch Mark and I might see in two hours. And do you want to come over and we'll cuddle on my new couch? Yeah, let's do that. And hey, bestie, until next week when you can join us on my super big couch and cuddle with the both of us. <laughs> Sweet, Sweet dreams, dreams bitches. <laughs> oh, just like a giant slumber party would be. Oh, that couch is so beautiful. It's like 12 people. <laughs>